Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, thank you for listening Not Basic Blonde podcast and today's episode is based on holistic health secrets and our guest is Jessie Golden who is holistic health practitioner, yoga teacher and author of The Golden Secrets to Optimal Health and the founder of Golden Secrets Skincare Line. Hi Jessie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. So let's, I guess, dive in and let's start with you telling our listeners about yourself and just about your book and what do you do? So I do I do a lot of things, but my main focus uh, right now is my skincare company. But I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. Um, my mom had a dance studio, so I grew up as a ballerina. And then I transitioned into yoga when I was about 18, and I got certified in 2008, um, and I had uh, a little boy in 2004 who's now 15, and um, shortly after that, I actually got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and I went oh. um, yeah, <laughs> and I... Um, I kind of went on this entire uh, uh, wellness journey, which guided me to become a holistic health practitioner and eventually um, write a book about it and develop an entire skincare line. That's very interesting because I'm all into like healthy lifestyle and healthy diet and all that. And I've been doing yoga myself for about 10 years, I guess. I've been doing like hot yoga and um, just regular power yoga. And I've been in gymnastics for like eight years when I was a kid, like six, from six to 14 years old. 
yeah that so you understand <laughs> yeah I totally understand that and it's so interesting to me what you do and that's why I wanted you to have on my podcast I want to learn more about that and can you tell our listeners more about your book because I know it covers a lot of holistic health yeah it's it's there's a lot of holistic health I mean I went on this, I've always been into uh, holistic health and natural modalities since I was a kid. I was really lucky to be surrounded by a lot of people that planted seeds in my life uh, with essential oils and um, rituals uh, that are now more common. But back then they were considered really weird or woo-wah-wee-wah. Um, so I've always really been into that, but then when I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, I dove in even deeper, um, which is kind of the blessing and the curse. When you're sick, you really have no choice but to really educate yourself and try as many different modalities and health things and, and be open to uh, different types of healing than maybe you would if you weren't sick. So I really dove in and, like I said, eventually became a holistic health practitioner. But most of the stuff that I was doing had nothing to do with uh, my schooling. It was all because of what I was going through with my own health crisis. And what I found was I was somewhat in the public eye when I when I got diagnosed because I uh, I forgot to mention that I made a living as a model since I was 18 and um, there was a lot of whispering going on because I, I didn't look well. I was 90 pounds and my mobility had completely decreased to the point where I didn't walk for a year. And um, once I got to the, to, the, to the other side of that and, you know, people started saying I healed myself, which I, I now don't like to say those words. I like to say that I'm thriving with rheumatoid arthritis because I still have it. I just uh, choose to thrive despite it. But what happened was um, back then there wasn't really social media. There was like Facebook, but there was no Instagram. But I started slowly sharing things because I received a lot of messages from people that were suffering from autoimmune disease, whether it be um, rheumatoid arthritis or different types of ailments, wanting to know what I did to heal myself. And I just couldn't keep up with uh, responding to everybody's messages and it would it would literally keep me up at night. And at, at the time I was a single mother and I was starting a company and you know dealing with my with my own health, which was a full-time job in itself. And I would feel so bad that I couldn't respond to these people and I really wanted to be able to help as many people as I could. So originally I started a blog called The Golden Secrets where I just started sharing basic um, answers to the questions that most people were asking me. And at the same time, kind of simultaneously, I was also writing my book. I was just constantly downloading information and, and just I had to get it out of my system. I, I felt like I've gone through this journey for a reason. And if, if you know, it could, if somebody else could use that, uh, blueprint to help themselves and you know it's not in vain and and so that's when um my book was was birthed which it actually in total took me about two years to write because I was doing so many other things um at the same time and um 
it was a lot. I always tell people writing my book was like giving, it was harder than giving birth. It was like, it was so much information and, and I wanted it to be perfect and, uh, you know, make sure that it, it had everything in there. And, and, and it does, I, I still go back now. It's been a couple of years since I wrote it. And, uh, it's really interesting because there's still modalities in there that are, are yet to be really mainstream, like crystal therapy and color therapy and sound therapy. And I have a lot of macrobiotic recipes in there, internal remedies, external remedies from body scrubbing to cold therapy. And, um, I share my journey with rheumatoid arthritis, but I tell people that that's a very small part of it. Um, something that was really important when I wrote the book is I have reflection pages uh, throughout it so that I ask you questions so that you can really tune in to your own knowingness because I feel like there's not one remedy or one fix for everybody. You really have to look into your own um, state of health and ancestry and, and um, disposition uh, to figure out what works for you. That's amazing what you've done, and you put a, such a huge and significant impact on society as far as some people can relate to you and actually think that they're not alone in this journey. And yeah. it might be tough for some people, but you made it for them more, I mean, you made it easier for them, and you gave them hopes that it's not the end. That was my goal. I, I remember feeling so vulnerable, for instance, when I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And back then there was such little information. That was 11 years ago. Um, and you're exactly right. Like I just wanted, I wanted people to see the light at the end of the tunnel, whether they were dealing with a little ailment or even if they've never had any health issues to, to you know, know different tools and techniques to prevent um, themselves from being in a situation like this. Yeah, that's amazing, totally. And I know you also have an amazing skincare line. Would you please tell us more about it? Yeah, I've, I've actually been making my own um, essential oils and skincare for years, going back to when I was in high school. Uh, I had a cousin that planted seeds of essential oils and even back then, I kind of had this, um, uh, I, I couldn't stand per chemical perfumes. I would get headaches and, and I would get actually re <laughs> really annoyed. The scent would just kind of drive me crazy. So I always had this like attraction to essential oils and I always found it so interesting how it could shift your mood, it could energize you, it could calm you, it could bring you clarity or peace of mind and of course, the scent, you know, uh, is so beautiful. So I've been creating my own oils for years and, um, everybody would always ask me what I was wearing, whether it was on my skin or the scent that I had. And, uh, it got to the point where I had created a lot of traffic going to my blog with just the articles that I was sharing. So a friend of mine said, why don't you bottle that stuff that people are always asking you about? And to be honest with you, I thought it was a ridiculous idea at first. I, 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 it was almost, um, I almost got nervous. Like, I don't want everybody to have my golden secrets. <laughs> I don't want everybody to smell like me. But then, yeah. <laughs> but then when I, when I, when I sat with it, 
something really interesting happened. I, I thought about it, and as ridiculous as it was, the first product that I launched was my signature blend, my essential oil perfume. And I realized that this little bottle of oil had helped me so much in my life. And it, it, it was a tool that I had used, you know, for years to tune in with myself. And um, it really helped calm me and ground me and, and those around me. And I thought, this is my mission. You know, this is what I love doing is sharing things that have helped me. So I have to share this. And, uh, and the Golden Secrets uh, was, was birthed. And, and since, since then, now I have several products, body, um, body oils and powders and scrubs and lip balms and even journals and pendulums and all different types of um, products that I use and love and um, that help you to, uh, tune in to your own knowingness. Because I really believe that that's what that's what it's all about. I feel like everybody's always seeking outside of them. And I'm always encouraging people to tune in because I really believe that that's where all the answers reside. That's wonderful. What advice would you give someone that you know, like your best friend or someone who is going through a hard time? Like just in general? Yes. Yeah. Since I mean, you've been through a lot and just... Yeah. I think I always love to tell people, you know, whenever you're going through something, whether it's uh, a health issue or uh, an emotional issue with work or love or whatever it is, I think you should always allow yourself time to process and grieve if that's necessary. But soon after, you have to be proactive. You can't sit in the victim role because that's when things get really toxic. And I think one of the best ways to get out of your own way is to actually help somebody else in need. Somebody that maybe is uh, worse off than you um, and it really shifts your energy and in, and in turn, you actually end up helping yourself. Um, my grandmother always used to say, uh, look past your own eyelashes and and that's something that has always um, stuck with me. And it's really interesting because motherhood really taught me that. I think being a parent is probably one of the self most most selfless uh, acts that there is. And um, he he constantly puts me in a, in that state where I have to think outside of myself. And it's really made me a better person. And um, it doesn't allow me, it allows me to process things, but it doesn't allow me to fall into the poor me syndrome, which I think a lot of people do. And then they procrastinate and then it becomes a snowball where you can get really depressed, you know, instead of processing it, pulling your bootstraps up and getting out there and, um, you know, trying to help other people. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. I can totally relate to that too because my parents got divorced when I was six years old and my mom has to raise me by herself and she had to work so much and it was so hard for her. Like I went through hard times with her because she had to take care of herself and do her things that she needs to do and on the top of it of me. So it's like double stress. And it's a lot. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> 
<laughs> what should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask? <laughs> we kind of, we kind of tapped on that a little bit, but um, yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I was really grateful to be surrounded um, by a lot of uh, different types of people and um, all of the stuff that's becoming more mainstream now was pretty much my childhood, um, you know, uh, doing like different types of rituals, whether it's like ringing bells or smudging the house or crystal therapy and essential oils and all that kind of stuff. Um, this has kind of always been my, the way that I've lived. And, uh, it, and it's just, it's really all that I know. And it's really a part of me and, and, and I love sharing it, you know, and I love that it's becoming more mainstream. I used to be a little bit more quiet about these types of things because I felt like people thought it was a little too out there. Um, but I always go back to, to nature first and whatever is most natural, most holistic first. Like that's my first remedy for everything. Um, and that's what I recommend, you know, people do whether, even if they're, if they're going through something like go out in nature or like eat more natural foods, eat with the season, like stuff like that. I got into all of this when I had really bad anxiety and panic attacks last year. So I got into crystals and sage and sound baths and bells and, you oh. know, grounding. You know, when you go outside and stand on the ground for a few minutes to ground and, like, kind of get the best energy from the earth and, like, you know, to get rid of all the negativity or just, like, hug the tree. <laughs> the all things are actually, they work <laughs> if you it do them. It works. I have a whole chapter in my book about this. And, you know, we, we really lost connection to the earth when we started wearing plastic gym shoes. I think it was, like, in the 60s. And it just blocks off that connection. And it's been proven, you know, when you're connected to the earth, you have that, that vibration and that frequency. and you cannot, like, an ill state cannot survive in that. I even have grounding mats on my bed. I stand on a grounding mat when I'm working at my office. I try and walk in the sand every day. I'm really grateful I live close to the beach. But it's so important, you know, and, and that's the beauty of Mother Nature is you could just literally give it to her. And she takes it, and uh, and you feel amazing. And these things now are just starting to become more normal where they're actually, it's, it's been scientifically proven. There's this great book called Earthing. There's a documentary on it too, the guy that actually invented the grounding mat. Um, and now that everything's becoming more scientifically proven, it's becoming more mainstream and people are realizing, oh, there might be something to this, you know? Yeah, because in our world right now, it's very so busy and we just forget about nature and how far we get from that with all the technology and everything. So it's really kind of important for us to like kind of get back to it when we have a chance. Like yeah. even I was just on vacation in Bahamas like last week and I stand on the beach like I mean, I stand on the sand for a few minutes and I just like, you know, was just kind of meditating just standing there looking in the ocean and I felt so relaxed after I was just like I mean the energy of the sand and earth and you know the ocean it gives you so much 
Yeah, it's so healthy for you. I always tell people, you know, look at the people that are barefoot uh, most often in their life. You know, the the quote unquote hippies, the surfers, the yogis. These people that are connect so connected to the earth, their natural disposition is much more pleasant than people that aren't. You know, and there is something to it. They're in the ocean. Their their feet are in the sand. They're connected to the sun, you know, all of these things, you know, uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to ask you, have you ever failed and what did you learn from it? Yeah, I mean, I fail all the time. I think, I think as I, you know, as I've gotten older and through parenting, I've realized that failure is absolutely part of the process and Um, if you're not failing, then you're not moving forward. And I really try and instill this in my son. And I didn't learn this till, uh, I was much older in my life, but I was, I was always scared of failing. I think because, uh, the, the environment that I grew up in as a ballerina, everything had to be perfect all the time. And there really wasn't room to fail. Uh, you know, you trained and trained and trained until you were perfect And um, I think now I allow myself much more space to fail because if I really believe that if I'm not failing and living and learning, then I'm not moving forward. You know, then, then that means I'm not evolving and I'm just stagnant. You know, the only way to grow is, is, is by trying new things and you're not going to you know, know how to do things, uh, right off the bat, you're gonna have to fail along the way to figure it out. That's true. And I was like crazy perfectionist because I was all my life in sports, like I said, and I was doing it project management for like eight years before I started blogging. And yeah, it was so hard for me because I wouldn't even start something because I was like, I cannot make it perfect, but so I'm not just gonna do it at all. So yeah. I, I did learn, how to accept myself or whatever it is and just go ahead and start it because perfectionist kills the process. So Yeah, I think, I think you're exactly right though. I think that that's a big hang up for a lot of people uh, is, is the fear of failure. Um, a mentor of mine shared such a beautiful story with me one time and it really stuck with me about failure. She said that um, her dad every day at dinner would ask her and her brother how they failed that day. And I thought, gosh, that is so weird. But then after she finished telling me the story, it made sense. And the, the father was trying to instill in them, if they did not fail in at least one thing each day, that means that they're not trying something new. And so it got to the point where her and her brother were competing at the dinner table to tell the dad the story as to how they failed that day. So it really wow. makes them bulletproof as they've gotten older because they're not scared of failure. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good parenting. Oh my God, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, but how do you keep yourself motivated every day? You know, I've always had this like really strong inner drive. Uh, I'm not really sure where it comes from. Um, but currently a huge motivation for me is my family. I mean, ever since I had my son, he's obviously been 
my biggest driving force to be able to give him the life that he deserves. And um, now I'm in a beautiful relationship uh, with my boyfriend and, um, you know, just, just being able to have the lifestyle and, and uh, you know, that I've always dreamed of, that, that really keeps me motivated. That's nice. And who are the people that inspire you every day? I love this. Um, you know, it's so interesting because, like, a lot of people have celebrities, which, of course, you know, there's people that really inspire me throughout my life, like Oprah being one of them. But the people that really inspire me always tend to be people that have gone through, maybe have been dealt really difficult cards and choose to thrive despite them. Um, you know, people that, uh, you know, uh, um, have severe health issues and choose to have a positive mindset. Um, I have a couple friends of mine that are, uh, you know, in wheelchairs that, you know, have super positive mindset and don't let them, don't let their, uh, you know, abilities, uh, you know, ch uh, stop them from doing anything new. Um, anybody that chooses to overcome and thrive and be happy despite the cards they've been dealt are the most inspiring types of people to me. You know, I'm the same way. I don't really have like any celebrities really inspire me. I always like go for people who actually have like the hardest life and then they come out, like come from nothing and made it so big that it's like outrageous. Yeah. I always kind of, this kind of people always kind of um, inspire me as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about your um, yoga teaching? Um, can you tell us more about it? Yeah, I, I started practicing yoga when I was 18. And I just fell in love with the practice. I mean, coming from a ballet background, um, I felt really comfortable, you know, moving my body. Um But I really became fascinated with the other. There's eight limbs to yoga. And the hatha yoga practice, the movement part of it, the asana, is just one limb. There's seven other limbs that we really don't talk that much about in Western uh, culture. But the breath work and the meditation and the tuning in and all of that stuff, I really became fascinated with it. Um, Yoga was the first time that I really made the connection between my mind and my body and the breath work. Uh, and it was such a gent such a more gentle practice uh, for me than, say, ballet was. And uh, it, I always I used to say, like, yoga saved my life when I first found it. Uh, I was practicing every day and I wanted to master it. So I thought, you know, I, I was going to become a yoga teacher, um, not necessarily to teach, but just because I was so fascinated with it, I wanted to learn as much as I could. So I became a Hatha yoga teacher in 2008. Um, but I also studied Kundalini yoga, Iyengar, Ashtanga. Um, I really studied all different types. And um, Yeah, I mean, yoga Yoga is really a, a huge part of my life. I tell people now most of my practice is done off the mat because my physical practice isn't what it used to be. Um, but, but yoga is really a way of life. It's a, it's a different type of mindset, you know. 
Yeah, and those types that you just said, they're more authentic. That's not just like, you know, going to regular yoga studio and you just do power yoga where it's like more kind of like fitness. Those practices that you just said, they are like very, very authentic going back to actual roots to where yoga came from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's lots of different types of yoga now. And I'm just, you know, some people, you know, get upset like, oh, that's not really yoga. You know, I I don't judge and I feel like the more yoga and the more people are moving and as long as it makes them happy, then so be it, you know. If if people want to listen to uh, you know, rap music while they're doing yoga, who cares, you know? I think part of being a, a yoga teacher is having non-judgment, you know, for yourself and others and and compassion and it's really interesting because I've, I've actually had some students that, you know, the crazy poses, the cool poses and the sweating and the vigorous workout is what got them in the door. But over time, everybody ends up wanting to dive deeper into what the actual meaning of yoga is. And, and that's the more spiritual side of it. Yeah. And it also helps with panic attacks and anxiety and all that it helped me in some way too absolutely yeah that's so interesting I'm like fascinated by your story and by your products and book and and everything you just told me uh where my um where my listeners can find you so I'm most active on Instagram jesse golden j-e-s-s-e-g-o-l-d-e-n and then at the golden secrets uh also has its own page and um the same for facebook and twitter but i'm most active on instagram and then of course my website is thegoldensecrets.com uh-huh yeah okay thank you so much jesse for being my guest i'm so thank glad you. to have you absolutely thank you so much for having me thank you bye bye well, that was all for today, guys. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's not basicblonde underscore or my podcast page. It's NBB podcast. And my podcast is available on all the major platforms. Thank you for listening. I always appreciate your feedback. So you can DM me at any time or just leave a review. It will be greatly appreciated. Thank you, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.